With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Red Sox Precap with your hosts, Keaton DeRocher and Shelley Verstraight. Part of the Over the Monster Podcast Network. Welcome back to the Red Sox Precap Podcast. Your podcast from the Over the Monster Podcast Network where we recap the series that just ended. Preview the series is about to start. Got yet another four-gamer to run through here. At least we, uh, you know, the bookends were great. Uh, yeah, yeah, they they were great. Uh, but I still uh, don't feel great about talking about the series. <laughs> yeah, neither do I. Stuff in the in between was not so great. Uh, so let's dive right in, on into game one on Friday. Red Sox, Blue Jays, Garrett Richards versus Ross Stripling. Red Sox get the walk-off win. Richards and his performance give up 11 hits in five and a third, only three Ks, two walks. What was your reaction to Richards' start? Uh, yeah, just kind of watching it. It was just kind of like, yeah, this is the bad Richards that I was expecting, uh, sadly. Um, just kind of like the last, you know, two or three starts that we've seen from him. We kind of saw this kind of happening. The walks were showing up. The the hits were starting to show back up. And just him going up against the Blue Jays. Yeah, this kind of is what I've expected, um, sadly. Um, it just really sucked to see. Yeah, we've seen him his last few starts basically like toe that line. But they've been against opponents where he's been able to 
for, I mean, for, for lack of a better term, like get away with it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it just kind of caught up with them against this really good Blue Jays offense, which not great. Uh, Sawamura came in after him, gave up an inherited run, and then Workman, Taylor, and Whitlock were able to limit the Jays just four hits over the last three innings, allowing the Red Sox offense to bring it all the way back. Alex Verdugo with a three-hit night, getting the walk-off. Uh, most of the offense was done. Um, was it was able to get a hit? Verdugo, as I said, picked up three. Enrique Hernandez returned to the top of the lineup and went zero for five. Um, were you surprised to see him back in that role? Yes, yes, I was. Um, you know, they moved him towards the uh, bottom of the lineup. You know, at the beginning of last week, he was doing he was doing okay. Um, and, uh, then they put him right up back at the top and I was shocked to, to see that he didn't really hit well this series, uh, to be honest. So I still don't feel great about it, but yeah, I was shocked that, you know, he was only, you know, down at the bottom for just, you know, you know, just a couple games there. Me too. Um, I really hope that it's just a placeholder until, um, we are all delivered with the Duran promotion, <laughs> and uh, maybe you can add some some relief there at the top. Yeah. Uh, but they're they're just not getting anything there. It's tough to watch. Just yeah. start the game off with a tough at bat. Uh, home run, Bobby Dalbach. Uh, pretty solid in his last few games. Uh, he has. Hitting the last four games, hitting over 300 with a couple homers. Uh, hopefully, he can keep that stretch going. Nice to see him working. And then uh, for the Toronto, uh, Ross Stripling, five and two thirds, four on runs, six strikeouts, two walks. Dolis got the loss. Uh, and Vladimir Guerrero Jr. hit his first of four home runs in the series. <laughs> <laughs> so, one, one for every game. Put on a show. Uh, he, he's so good. <laughs> yeah, he is. It's fun to watch. It's, I mean,. It would have been nice if it was against someone else other than the Red Sox, but it's hard not to be impressed by that game playing baseball. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Moving on to game two, Nick Pavetta, Steven Matz. Um, more of the same here. Pavetta went five innings, gave up six earned, four homers. Um, this and the next guy, we've basically been going start by start and saying, um, we're just kind of waiting for the implosion. Seems like it caught up with Pavetta. Is this the beginning of the end, or was it just a real good lineup? I I mean, I've been waiting for Pavetta to kind of be like, yep, this is it, this is it. Um, and we'll talk about the next guy in a bit. Um, but I, I don't think this is necessarily like the end of Pavetta, because, I mean, you know, he gave up four home runs, uh, but he only gave up six on runs. So that was, you know, maybe a hit and a walk and just a blip and a bloop, right? Um, and with this type of offense and just how well they're able to hit home runs, I just think that this was a bad night for Pavetta. So I'm still kind of waiting for it to turn bad, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think that does make sense. Um, still had six strikeouts, only two walks, uh, only, as you, as you mentioned, gave up six hits and six earned runs. So, um... That's just the contact that they made was devastating. Yeah, just wasn't able to keep it in the yard. Although that's the thing that is a bit is a bit gives me a little bit of pause with it. 
uh, other than the fact that we've kind of been waiting for a start like this, was in comparison to his career average, he had been giving up far less homers than he had in previous seasons. So you even get tagged for four in a start makes me a little bit worried that maybe there's some more regression there, but sure. tough to judge off of a one start. Obviously, given the course of the season, he's been, he's pitched pretty well. Just hope that it uh, doesn't become a trend. Yeah. Uh, which it, it kind of has for the next guy. Um, <laughs> wrapping up this one real quick, uh, Rafael Devers, multi-hit game. That was it for the Red Sox. Um, not going to run through that uh, with Toronto because it was a bunch. Lots of home runs. Guerrero hit another. Fantasy talent. Steven Matz went five and two-thirds, giving up four hits, only one earned run, eight strikeouts, two walks. Uh, and then tested positive for uh, COVID today and is now in quarantine for 10 days. So yep. that's that's your prize for a good start. <laughs> All righty, now on to uh, the worst one in quite some time. Yeah. Game three, Martin Perez, Robbie Ray. Um, Martin Perez has now put in a couple stinkers up here in a row. This was another guy that we were, we were kind of going start to start waiting for something to happen and it just wasn't. And he was consistently going like five to six innings, giving up two runs. But now it has become a trend for Perez. Where's your where's your panic meter on Perez? Um, it's uh, it's really moving to you know total overboard overload. Um, I mean, it really does uh, stink uh, for Perez. Um, knowing that he had to go up against the Astros, what is it, back-to-back Astros and then Blue Jays, um, that's not an easy stretch for anyone, let alone, uh, Martin Perez. So, that gives me a tad bit of pause, but this game, it was just absolutely horrible to, to, to watch. Um, he did not have it at all, um. Like, nothing. Like, anything that he was throwing, that it wasn't fooling anyone. It was horrible. So, yeah, I, 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 I want to see his next outing before I really, really am just give me anyone else in this, you know, this fifth spot. Um, but, yeah, this game was just awful. Yeah, to be honest, the second Astro start was kind of predictable. I mean, he had just a stupid start in the first one, but then immediately going up against that offense again who just saw him for seven innings, mm-hmm. uh, it was fresh in their mind. They jumped all over him. This one was tough. One in the third innings, five earned, no strikeouts, one walk, six hits, and then the Red Sox just hung Ryan Weber out to dry before <laughs> DFAing him, uh, letting him suffer out there for five and two-thirds, and 11 earned. Yeah. 11 earned runs. And his reward was peace. Yeah, they 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 kind of did him kind of dirty, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, they did him very dirty, actually. Like just letting him go, and then just be like, "Yeah, peace, DFA, bye." That that kind of that really does suck. I mean, I wasn't the yeah. biggest Ryan Rubber fan, but yeah, I mean, neither was I. And that's a guy that like Jake <laughs> and I on the the Red Seat podcast have been like, "Why is he on the roster?" Yeah, and and I get that like someone has to pitch the innings, but at the time it was only five to one. Yeah, and then just <laughs> letting him suffer through the rest. 
Oh, boy. And then followed up by uh, two position players pitching. Uh, Marwin Gonzalez pitched a clean inning, got out of that, and then uh, Christian Royo finished it off, uh, giving up two runs, a hit, and a walk, and a homer. Um, lots of hits and homers in this one for Toronto. Uh, only four hits, no multi-hit games. It was just Bogarts, Arroyo, Dobbick, and Pulecki. That was it for the Red Sox. Uh, and this, this they, they needed something good to happen in game four and thank God they got it. Yeah. Um, Robbie Ray for Toronto, just putting a ball on this one, 10 strikeouts in six innings, three walks. Uh, he is having himself best year of his career. Yeah. Another one that is fun to watch, just not against the Red Sox. <laughs> exactly. I believe there was two home runs from Guerrero in this one. Uh, Or someone had two home runs. Uh, I don't think think it was Guerrero, but uh, he did have a home run because he hits home runs. Oh, to Oscar Hernandez. Yep, that's right. Yeah, and Guerrero just won a game, four four total. So that brought us to tonight. Nathan Evaldi versus Alec Manoa, who has pitched rather well in his brief Major League career so far. Uh, Red Sox really needing a solid start from the starter after uh, the garbage that has been the past. Basically, since the calendar flipped to June, uh, they've been a bottom three pitching staff, which uh, now on June 14th, it's not a small sample. Yep. So (laughs) that's a bit tough. They needed a great start, and they got it. Nathan Evaldi, exactly what we needed. Uh, Evaldi goes six and two-thirds. Three hits, one walk, four strikeouts, no runs. Clean slate. What did you think of Evaldi's start tonight? Um, I thought it was it was really good. And honestly, it wasn't what I was expecting. I just, you know, I was coming home from work today and just like, oh, geez. You know, Evaldi hasn't really looked great. Uh, the Blue Jays offense has been just, you know, killing it. I'm just like, oh, this is going to be another bad matchup. But it wasn't. Evaldi looked fine. Um, again, I mean, you wanted to see maybe a little bit more of the strikeout stuff. Um, but if we were able to limit the Blue Jays, uh, if Iavati was able to limit the Blue Jays to only three hits, I am totally fine with only four strikeouts. Seriously. Yeah. All year, he's been really good at pitching to contact. When he's yeah. racking up strikeouts and he's in the zone too much, he gets hit a lot. Uh, but when he's on the fringes like he was today, he had a fastball slider, got the pitching into treatment, shows you how good it was tonight. Oh, it was just great. It was great to watch. And at a moment that they really needed it. And, of course, going up against uh, Manoa, who pitched six uh, innings, gave up four hits, one run, five strikeouts. His ERA is at 2.66. He's a fun little kid to watch. Um, The Red Sox needed a good start. Got it. Josh Taylor came in with the tying run on third. Got the strikeout of noted Red Sox murderer, Rowdy Talese. (laughs) Uh, to escape that jam. And then uh, Matt Barnes decided, you know, I've had enough of these saves. I want to win. Giving up Vladimir Guerrero Jr.'s fourth homer of the series to tie the game in the ninth, where Rafael Devers walked it off to give the Red Sox a split of the series 2-2. And I'll be entirely honest with you, uh, split 2-2 feels like a success, given the starting (laughs) pitching, right? It really does, especially with that middle part of this Blue Jay sandwich where, 
you know, those those two games where you just wanted to hide under your covers and just not watch baseball anymore. Yeah. Uh, it, it was it it kind of feels okay going two for two and what about you know josh taylor i know we've talked about him for a bit but he's he's really just picked it up and been super clutch super clutch yeah he has been massively impressive yeah um he was another guy um very often on the, the red seat we talk about the pitching because that's the uh the most uh, interesting un- unpredictable piece of this team as you would expect uh and oftentimes we reference people in the bullpen that were like they're just kind of taking up a 40-man roster spot why are they there and we talked about josh taylor for the first month of the season of why he was still on the roster and uh i guess he's proven it now alex yeah. cora stuck with him and he's delivering and three strikeouts in four outs uh including the massive strikeout of talese I mean, I think he's he's the go-to guy, the bridge to Barnes now over uh, Ottavino, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. I, I mean, I have more confidence in Taylor over Ottavino. Um, so, yeah, I, I would think so. And that's not something that I thought that I would say definitely at the beginning of the season, a month into the season, but the dude is absolutely killing it. Yeah, same. Happy to have it. Yeah. Happy to have it. All right, uh, MVP of the series. Oh, boy. Um, can I just go with Josh Taylor just because uh, I I feel really good about him? I'm just going to go with him because it was not a good series. So, Josh Taylor, MVP. I'm good with that. I mean, he got the – I feel like I can't overstate the strikeout of Talese, how big that was in the moment. Yeah. Um, and just where he's come from to where he is now to – keep that run from scoring so that the Red Sox could get the split eventually. Um, yeah. It just feels like this was a win that starts to turn the tide. It felt like one of those wins. They needed it and they got it. And it just, it, you can't help but feel positive about it. And he was a big part of it. Yeah. So I get it. I, um, you know, it's not often that we go for the opposing team, but uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. was just too good this series. <laughs> I get My it. My Lord. Yeah. He's, oh, he's so good. Yeah. All right, we'll take a quick break, come back, and uh, preview the Braves. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Her up-to-date standings. Um, but I imagine nothing will have changed by the time you listen to this tomorrow, so it should be up-to-date as you're listening to this. Uh, the Red Sox, second place, sitting two and a half back of the Rays. Uh, they are 
uh, real quick math, five and a half to, yeah, five and a half ahead of the Blue Jays uh, and six ahead of the Yankees. Uh, so able to actually uh, gain on the Yankees here. Uh, yeah, gain on the Yankees here through this split. Um, although they lost a game to the race and still a bajillion against the Orioles. But um, we've seen the Braves a couple times already. Pitching matchups for this one, Eduardo Rodriguez versus Tucker Davidson, Garrett Richards versus Ian Anderson, and then we got a day off on Thursday, so nice little two-game series. Uh, Braves kind of underperforming here. Uh, 30 and 33 on the year. They sit third in the AL or NL East. Uh, five and a half back of the Mets. What are you expecting from the Braves this series? Um, I guess kind of okayness. Um, I mean, I mean, <laughs> I, they they just really haven't really put together a big run. So obviously, with like their record, that like they're sitting at thirty and thirty three, they're just kind of okay. Uh, their pitching has been not great. Their bullpen hasn't been great. They have some really good hitters, um, but they just haven't really really been able to put everything together. So with this two step, um, I'm. I'm just kind of expecting okay <laughs> Yeah, I think that's pretty fair. Uh, the Braves, much like just about everybody around the league, has had their injury issues on their, on offense, but they're still um, a top-half offense. It's currently 12th uh, in the majors. Is this going to be another, another bump in the road for Eduardo Rodriguez, or are we expecting a bounce back or hoping for – well, obviously hoping, but expecting <laughs> – um, I, I, uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I guess if I was a betting woman, um, I would say no. Um, that, that's even with the Braves kind of like underperforming just a little bit, their top of the order, um, you know, is still very scary with, you know, Albies and, and Aquino Jr. and Freddie Freeman and, uh, you know, guys like that. Like I, I, I'm still scared. And I know that truest fields, um, you know, down in the suburbs of Atlanta is kind of, uh, kind of like a hitter's park. So it still scares me a bit. Um, so I'm not expecting a rebound from him. I know absolutely nothing about Tucker Davidson. Is this someone the Red Sox can jump on? (laughs) Um, I, 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 I do think so. I mean, I've been kind of sort of like uh, a Tucker Davidson fan um, from a deep league fantasy baseball standpoint. Um, but uh, this guy uh, is interesting, but he does have his walk issues. Um, so if I, th- I think that our offense can just kind of like hold him out, like just wait him out just a little bit, uh, wait for him, wait for their, wait for their perfect pitch, you know, make him make a mistake. So I do think that um, our offense can get to him. Great. Yeah. Uh, game two, Richards versus Ian Anderson is a much more exciting pitching matchup. Um, second matchup for Richards against Atlanta. On May 25th, he went five and two-thirds, gave up three earned, six hits, four Ks, and four walks. Uh, and that was this was the start of his most recent slide. Uh, do we think he can kind of regain his footing here? 
Um, I hope so. I hope so. Again, like I, I'm very scared of the, the definitely the top of the order. Um, so I think it's we will definitely know very quickly whether it's going to be a good Garrett Richard start or a bad Garrett Richard start. Um, I just, as you know, I, I've been kind of down on Richard for a bit. Um, yeah. So I I don't feel confident, um, but I really hope that he surprises me. All right. Um, Ian Anderson has been up and down so far this season. He's pitched well against poor offenses, but struggled against good offenses, which is uh, you know a good omen for the Red Sox. Uh, what do you think you can expect from the offense from the Red Sox in this matchup? Yeah, I mean, I was just kind of like uh, uh, prepping for this. I was, you know, looking at the the game scores um, game by game, and yeah, just like you said. Uh, he struggles against good offenses, and I think that the Red Sox has a pretty darn good one, especially at the top. So I think, sadly, um, that this game might be uh, kind of high scoring. <laughs> yeah, which I guess that also uh, hopefully would play in the Red Sox' favor. Yeah. Um, nice little two-game series. What is your series prediction? Um, I think that we split this but i can definitely see us sweeping this because i'm 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 just hopeful that iraq can get it together but if i had to put my money on it i say we split one to one i'm gonna go red Sox sweep take both and maybe it's just because i'm you know riding high minutes after a walk off but uh i'm feeling it nice who's your prediction for mvp um i am gonna go um Let's go. Let's go with Erod because I need to give him some good juju. So let's go with Erod. I like it. I'm gonna go with Richards. Nice. Bounce back. Kills it. Let's go. Alrighty, that's gonna do it for us. Um, you can find both of us at Over the Monster where we do roundtables and stuff. You can also find us on Twitter. Uh, you can find me at the Spoken Keats. You can find Shelly at Shelly V underscore six four three. And we will be back with you again on. Friday morning is we're going to record uh, for this on the off day on Thursday. So we'll be back again to preview Kansas City without Andrew Benintendi. Thanks for listening.